Hey, Tyler. What's up? You get to meet one Bible character. Mm. Who is it and why? Hezekiah. 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 Wow. King Hezekiah. King Hezekiah. Is this a joke or are you for real? <laughs> a little 50-50. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a few Bible characters out there, but King Hezekiah. Hey, I'll be honest. I respect I was, it. I was thinking Melchizedek in my head. I said the wrong name. <laughs> scholars over yeah. here, real Bible yeah. scholars at uh, Hope Church. <laughs> but yeah. Melchizedek, you know, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot about him and we, we get very little. Yeah. I'd like to know more about the life of Melchizedek. Yeah. yeah. Like Hebrews Melchizedek yeah, or the, uh, the Old Testament? Old one? Testament. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, those are two different things. You the said, great, yeah, of course. The great said, Old Testament oh. prophet. Okay. The yep. great Old Testament prophet. Yep. I got you. Yeah. That's, a, that's quite an answer. Yeah. Now we know. The whole church knows. Yep. You get to meet Melchizedek when you yep. get to heaven. I can't wait. Yeah, about you? The Lord's like, this guy. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. All right. Uh, I think for me, I'd have to say probably John the Baptist. Yeah, that was my number two. Yeah. John the Baptist would be an interesting character to meet. Mm-hmm. So They say he's the, the best of the Old Testament prophets. They do. in the New Testament. Yeah. And uh, kind of the last of the, yeah, uh, for sure. of the prophets before Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's just out there preaching in the wilderness, yeah. and you know, the first one to know who Jesus was, mm. uh, proclaiming the good news, baptizing people, and uh, and yeah, and then just being martyred for his faith. So mm-hmm. all the things. Um, I think he'd be an interesting one to yeah. sit down and have, live, have live quite a life. life. Yeah, quite a life. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Weekly Hope, our first one of 2022, which we're really excited about. And what we thought we would do on this podcast was just walk through our daily Bible reading plan, what that looks like, and even just an example of today's reading that we're currently on for when we're recording this, January 3rd, and uh, and maybe a way that that can help you as you spend time in the Word as well. So I've got Tyler here, and what we'll do is just walk through the the time in the Word that we had, and what the Lord said to us. So um, we, we, we lay out an acronym, which is WORD, and that is um, to, to write out the Word, the Bible mm-hmm. verse. I encourage, I mean, what is one verse or one thought uh, from the daily Bible reading? So we're, we're not thinking for, like, the amount of content, mm-hmm. but, but practically... Man, if God speaks to you one thing each day over the course of a year, I mean, 365 things is a lot. And if it's something that you can actually repeat and actually remember and then share with others, uh, that is is much greater than trying to have 10 different really cool Bible verses that you thought were neat. And so when, when I encourage people to read and then to write, I encourage like, man, just what's one thought for the day that you can really reflect on? And then the O is observation. So that's really what is this passage saying in context? And it doesn't have to be anything super deep. Uh, It can just be writing out, okay, what actually was happening here in the context of this passage? Because that should always precede application in Mm -hmm. our life, which leads to the R, which is relevance. 
And so what is this saying for me? So what did this say in context is, oh, and then what is this saying for me today uh, is relevance. And then lastly, the D is declare, which is, I just want to, I want to pray that God would soak this passage into my soul, that it would impact my life in a way that I can remember it and live it. And so um, I'll just give you mine for today, which is January 3rd. We were in Mark chapter 3. We were also in Genesis chapters 5 and 6, but Mark chapter 3, mm-hmm. verse 5 was a, was a verse that stood out to me. And it says, And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. And he said to the men, to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, mm-hmm. and his hand was restored. So for my O, observation, I said, Jesus is in a synagogue on the Sabbath. Pharisees say you can't do work, including healing people, on the Sabbath. So they try to question Jesus and trap him. Jesus questions them instead, and uh, I can't read my own handwriting, to be completely (laughs) honest. So, uh, oh, and it says, and they were silent. Um, And this, then he says, or then what I said was that, um, this word grieved here appears only at this place in the New Testament. And if you have a good study Bible, some of those things can help you kind of learn, remember, or know uh, those words. But this word grieved appears only here in the New Testament. Uh, and the thing that grieves Jesus is when religious people care more about traditions mm. and regulations than they do about people. So for the relevance in my life, I said, I want to see people to have compassion for people, to see the need, to see their needs, and to help those who are in need. That is what Hope Church is about, and I want to guard my heart from becoming hardened toward those in need. And so for Declare, my prayer is, Lord, keep my heart soft toward hurting people. Keep my eyes open to needs. Keep my hands ready to serve. Keep my mind fixed on you. Open a door for me to show your love to someone today. And then we have a scripture memory for each week, one verse a week. And so our scripture memory for this first week of 2022 is Mark 1.15. And it says, in saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. So every day this week, I'm going to read over that verse and memorize uh, one verse a week. So 52 verses in the year that we'll have memorized, and those will each come out of a verse from our reading time that week. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's it. That's as yeah. simple as that. It's about 15 to 20 minutes in the Word for the journal um, that, that I spend each day. And to be completely honest, this is like mm-hmm. very convicting and very, uh, very real in my life of what the Lord is doing. So um, I encourage you, there's some great stuff in Genesis. When we talked about uh, Noah, we've mm-hmm. done a series in the book of Genesis, even recently, and some of that's been on my heart. We're seeing that Noah was a righteous man and that Noah walked with God. And so maybe maybe one of those verses sticks out to you. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same thing that stood out to me. There's a lot of great, a lot of great stuff uh, through these chapters, as with any chapter that we read in God's Word. And, uh, and his word still speaks through the Holy Spirit. So, Tyler, what about you, man? What did you learn as you spent time uh, in the daily Bible reading plan? For sure. Uh, first of all, just one of the things I love about this and encourage is just talk to other people that are going through it, too. 
Uh, it's such a benefit to even just sit here and, and hear the things the Lord um, just spoke to you and stood out to you. I think it's, it's great because it allows just, just added benefit to yeah. see, you know, this idea of just seeing people and having eyes to see as a result of um, just the work that Jesus was doing and, and him being available for yeah. people who are in need. I yeah. think it's so good. It's so cool, too, whenever you, like, are, are doing it alongside three or four other people. Definitely. There's sometimes where you get, like, the same verse. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, God really spoke to both of us in that, mm-hmm. same, that same passage, that same thing today. And then there's other times where it's like, man, I didn't even think of that. I, like, that uh-huh. didn't even cross my mind. I didn't even see that uh, in the way that you saw it. And isn't it cool how the Holy Spirit kind of uniquely directs and speaks into each of our own hearts through, our, through what's going on and through... Uh, through our lives and and just through his his word and his will. So mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, mean, there's been cool. there's been other times where I've I've done it with my brother and some friends, and I've just been like, man, I'm just struggling to find anything to pull out. But then I hear them there and what they've shared, and it's like, man, well, that's that's it, you know. And then I'm thinking about it just as much. Yeah. And so I do. I think it's it's extremely beneficial to just do together to some capacity, um, even for just accountability's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, I was also out of Mark three, but just a little bit further down in verses 23 through 26, which uh, in these verses it says, And he called them to him and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? Hmm. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will also not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. And so the, the kind of observed piece I have here is that in this passage, this was the scribes who have come down for Jerusalem, and they're claiming that Jesus is possessed by Satan himself, and that that's why he's able to cast out demons. Um, and which obviously this is Jesus responding to that and saying and talking about just the inconsistency there yeah. and uh, just kind of the fault in logic. And so I think part of it is kind of even coming out of a class where I've started to study Greek a little bit and slowly dipping my toes into that. Um, and so focusing on just the idea of the Logos and that Christ mm-hmm. is the author of all logic, that even the word we use for logic today ultimately came out of a word that was just used as an attribute to describe who God was. Mm-hmm. And so I think this just really stood out to me as just one of those moments of seeing God as this author of logic, that um, he's sitting here and talking to them about Satan and just how silly that response really is, how just inconsistent it could possibly be because Satan could never cast out Satan, that that wouldn't even just logically work. And so I think it's just kind of neat to see that although God is emotional and we see him as this emotional being and this author of emotion, we also see him in his emotions working perfectly within logic. Yeah. So the declare that I have is just a simple prayer that just says, Lord, I am, I'm fallen and I, I am not perfect. I may make mistakes daily and that I can often live based solely on my emotions. But God, you are perfect in all things. You are emotional, you are loving, and you are caring, but always within perfect logic. Let me serve you and honor you with my very soul, trusting you in this life that you have given me, knowing it is without fault. I deserve today to trust you and serve you well. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Hey, and I just want to encourage our people uh, as you spend time in the Word, uh, so both Tyler and I have gone to seminary, and uh, maybe you hear us, and, and you're like, man, I, I, just, I don't even know what these chapter things are sure. in these verses, and I'm just trying to figure this thing out. Um, just start with where you are. You don't have to have uh, knowledge of Greek. You don't have to have uh, Hebrew, and you don't have to understand all the words and what was said one time or what was said a thousand times. Um, 
man, we really do believe that just spending time in the Word and then meditating, thinking on it, praying it over that, that God will speak. And you do that day in, day out, week in, week out. And you'll look back over the course of a year, and you will see great strides in your spiritual life. And so there are some good helps. Like the we use the ESV Study Bible. Um, I've used it for a long time in my life, and Definitely. it's just honestly been very helpful to see some of the notes there at the bottom. And uh, generally, does a great job of kind of explaining some of that observation piece of what's happening. Um, and then you know again, just what is the Lord speaking to you about today? So maybe it's. And I want to be a righteous man like mm-hmm. Noah was. Or uh, I, I saw, and I was reading in Mark 3, it's just reminded of the apostles, and, and it said that, you know, as he gathered 12 apostles together, uh, that he, he gathered them uh, to, to spend time with them, I think it was what it said, and then to send them out to preach. Mm-hmm. And uh, just being reminded that as followers of Jesus and as disciples of Jesus, we have a commission uh, to be with Jesus and to go out and to share the good news. And so there's a dozen different things just from these couple of chapters that, that I think are really apl- applicable for our lives. Um, but I would like to hear from you. What is what is the Lord speaking to you as you read these passages? And, uh, and maybe even tomorrow or the next day, you can email us or text us. Uh, that's what encourages me as a pastor is to hear what God is doing and saying in, in the lives of our everyday people uh, as he speaks to you. So you don't have to be a professional. Uh, you don't have to have gone to seminary. Uh, you just have to read the Word and and do it day in and day out, and, and God really will speak. So I uh, hope that encourages you. Can't wait to hear what God's teaching you as you spend time in the Word. So be blessed, and I hope you have an awesome week. See you all.